thing it is to know that there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from a man's vein. Let's say it. Oh, gracious fountain that takes from sin. that I like so good. Just that first verse is just amazing. It is, it is the picture of where a person is when they get born again. I'm going to sing it, and I may not sing it on the right rhythm, so I'm going to sing it without any music. So just, you can sing with me on the chorus or sing with me on the verse. I don't know, but I'm going to sing it the way I feel it, not necessarily according to the rhythm. Used to be when I was sinning, Satan stood off somewhere grinning as the pleasures that he brought they turned on me but teardrops came like rain falling till I heard my Savior calling if you can't go on anymore just lean on me 
And I cried, I won't walk without Jesus, and I won't talk without Jesus, and I refuse to live one day as before. No, I won't go without Jesus, it just ain't so. Without Jesus, cause everything that I would do, I just won't do without the Lord. Amen. In this chapter last night, I want to return there tonight. I want to begin our reading with verse 22 and then read the remaining part of the chapter. We read the first eight verses last night. And we've been preaching all week on Abram or Abraham. First of all, Abram the hero, Abram the Hebrew. Last night, Abraham the humble. And tonight, we want to look again at this man, Abraham. I want to look at him tonight in these verses Abraham in the holy place. Abraham in the holy place tonight. Of course, we're using him interchangeably here, Abram and Abraham. And uh, I trust tonight the Lord will help us. And you that know the worth of prayer, I would appreciate greatly. And I ask you humbly and sincerely to pray for us. Lift us up to the Lord tonight. And I appreciate that. Surely it is the Lord that uh, uh, has brought us this far. I think it was the Apostle Paul said, Having obtained help from the Lord, I continue unto this day. So that's it tonight. That's it in a nutshell. And I appreciate the prayers of God's people and uh, thank the Lord for it. Amen. And uh, I'm humbled sometimes. I meet people now, and sometimes I've even met folks that not really acquainted, but they'll come across and say, I heard your name, I heard you preach, or somehow years ago, and I pray for you every day. I thought, my, how humbling that is. That's how we make it, is because of God's people yes, and God's help. Amen? Amen. And so I appreciate that. And so I ask you again to pray for us tonight. Let's look at verse 22. Again, we're in Genesis chapter 18, and we'll start reading there and read the rest of the chapter. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom, and but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be fifty righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then will I, I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust, and ashes, peradventure, thou shalt, like five of the fifty righteous, wilt thou destroy all the city for, for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again, and said, Peradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. He said unto him, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Peradventure, there shall be thirty found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold, now I have taken unto, upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. 
And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak yet this once. Peradventure ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Lord, we thank you tonight for the privilege to pray. And I thank you for the day that you've given us and the night as well. I thank you for the blessings of life. And I thank you, Lord, for the spiritual blessings that we enjoy as being saints of God, as being in the family of God, as being in the body of Christ, as being born again, as being believers tonight. I thank you for all those spiritual and heavenly and eternal blessings that we enjoy tonight. I pray now as I endeavor to preach from this scripture and this passage, I pray you'd give us unction and utterance. I pray, God, you'd give us understanding. I do, Lord, that uh, tonight an instruction. I open our understanding to the Scriptures. And Lord, give us physical strength and spiritual power that we might preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. May the Word of God go forth tonight from these lips of clay in the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God. May our hearts be prepared to receive that message tonight. May every soul be subject to the power of God and obedient to the Holy Spirit. Would you reveal yourself to every individual that's come through those doors and reveal to each one of us our need of you tonight. And may your Lord sinners be awakened, convicted, or tonight brought to a place of repentance and faith. May every saint be encouraged, be revived, renewed, and refreshed. And if necessary, reproved tonight. Oh, Father, have mercy and do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Above everything that would be accomplished tonight, may Your name be glorified and magnified among us. And we'll thank and praise You for what You do. We ask it all in Jesus' lovely and wonderful name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank You for standing while we read the Word of God and prayed together. Looking tonight at this man Abraham, and I believe tonight in this place, and these verses that we read, he has come to the holy place. I say that tonight because that is the place that in the tabernacle, my friend, that was set up where the golden altar of the incense was. There, just before the Holy of Holies. And there is where the prayers of the saints, my friend, were laid. My friend, on that golden altar of incense. And it looks like to me tonight that that is where Abraham is in this text tonight. He's there, my friend, praying unto the Lord. He's there in the holy place. He's there, my friend, in intercession in behalf of Lot who is dwelling in Sodom. And he's asking the Lord, my friend, to not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Here, my friend, is this man Abraham. And we understand this is the first my friend, record uh, a prayer that is in the Scriptures. And so, I think it do us good 
I'd have looked at that first prayer tonight and see how Abraham prayed. For there is an example for us tonight. Amen? And oh, I am thankful that as children of Abraham, and we are tonight, if we're saved by the grace of God. Amen? I believe that tonight. As a matter of fact, everybody that lives on the face of the earth, have I prayed a false have I prayed in three classifications? I God that have I prayed all of a sudden? Have I prayed that are in the lineage of the three sons of Noah tonight? Amen. And then there are three in Abraham tonight, and there is the Jew, and the Gentile, and the church of God. And everybody physically born into this world, naturally, and my friend can trace, and my friend himself, back to one of those sons of Noah. And tonight, spiritually, we can trace ourselves, my friend, either Jew, a Gentile, or church of God tonight. And if we're in the church of the living God tonight. We are Abraham's children by faith tonight. For the same faith that dwelt in Abraham that caused him to believe God. And the Bible said it was counted unto him for righteousness. It's the same faith tonight thank God that we have if we are saved by the grace of God tonight. Oh, hear me. And so my friend, we come out of this chapter where Abraham has come and entered into the holy place and is there in a place of petitioning and intercessing unto the Lord. What a privilege. What an honor. Thank God to have that privilege. May I say, thank God when this text begins tonight, the Bible said Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Amen. But can I say to you, and I preached on it last night, before Abraham could stand before the Lord, thank God, all the way back, and I feel in the verse number 8, he stood by the Lord. Amen. And you'll never stand before him, thank God, in a intercessory, in a petition, thank God, all oh, hear me. As a priest, God, all praying for yourself or someone else until you stand by Him. Amen. Are you listening to me? And He stood by Him under the tree. Amen. You can only be reconciled to God through the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can only be reconciled unto God through the Lord. Jesus tonight. Are you hearing me, friend? There is no access unto God. There is no relationship, fellowship, or communion with God unless you go by the cross, unless you go by Calvary, the way of the cross leads home. Amen. Are you hearing me? It doesn't matter how many rosary beads you have. It doesn't matter how God if they wear a cross around your neck, I make earrings out of them and put them in your ears. Are you listening to me? Or hang one up on your wall. Hey God, it doesn't matter how much incense I feel that you 
Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Oh, God, help us tonight. Amen. Come. One of the worst things the Baptists ever started doing, especially independent, Southern does it as well. Thank God is to declare folks right. Amen. Us are interested in pickles and noses. Us are interested. Thank God is saying how many. Thank God got saved in their meeting. It's interested putting it in there. A periodical. That's interested bragging to the brethren. That's a Monday morning preacher fellowship. Uh, that you got to say, uh, we had X number, and they declare them right. Uh, it ain't up to me and you to declare them right. It's up to God to declare them right. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.
That's good. Amen. Amen. You preach Jesus to this generation. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh, my. And they love Him. <laughs> because He's just like a toy. Or He's just like a pet animal. I ain't got to change this handle. I ain't got and do whatever they want to with. I ain't got <laughs> He's not Lord. Amen. Paul said it's a preacher of the cross. Why do men hate the preacher of the cross? Why they consider it foolishness? And because the cross demands death out of the sinner. Thank God if you come to the cross, thank God you'll have to die with Him. you have to take your place with Him. You'll have to repent of your sins. I don't need to be tonight. And man by His fallen nature, I don't want to admit He's wrong. Thank God or die to Himself and die in heart, even the very flesh itself. Thank God it's sometimes hard to die. I've seen folks wait for weeks and months and you thought to die and then it would die in His heart for the flesh and die in His heart. Oh, hear me for the natural man. But you must take your place at the cross and die with Christ. Amen. Are you here? Yes, sir. Amen. Well, if I don't hurry, I'm not going to even get to this text tonight. I'm going to be stuck right here all the rest of the night. Amen. Standing by him under the tree. Yeah. Woo! If you're with him tonight, if you're accepted of him tonight, if he knows you tonight, it all took place under the tree. It all took place under the blood of Calvary. Thank God was appropriated out of your heart by faith, and your sins were washed away, and he declared you righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Not only did he stand by him under the tree before he stood before him here in our text, but in verse 16, he stood with him. He stood by him. Now he stands with him. Verse 16 said, Abraham went with them to bring them on their or on the way. Anybody hear me tonight? He stood by him under the tree. He's now standing with him in the journey. Oh. Are you hearing me? Oh, he's going God's direction. Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. Amen. He's going with them. The Bible said to bring them on the way. And almost you look at that like he's got to show them where they need to go. But oh no, thank God, he is going with the one that already knows the way. Are you hearing me tonight? Oh, hear me. The same person, I God, the, the delivered person, the one that's been under the tree is with him. Amen. Him the way. Yes. Right. 
In the New Testament, every time He touched them, they followed Jesus in the way. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless His name. Amen. Oh my God, I want to say to you tonight, He was with Him, got by Him, stood by Him, then He stood with Him, and now He stands before Him. Yes, sir. Amen. We are a royal priesthood. Amen. We are a holy nation. We are a peculiar people that God has called out of darkness into His marvelous light. There is something about being saved tonight that makes us a priesthood unto God and therefore we can access the throne. We can come before Him. We can stand before Him and make petitions and make intercessions and make pleas and make prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. God help. And have you ever been to that place where you stood before Him in behalf of somebody else? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm talking now. I'm not talking about just repeating night night prayers. I'm not saying grace over the food. I'm talking about have you ever come to that time in your life where you, I God, were burdened over someone. I God heavy laden over somebody's condition. And God allowed you to come up to the throne of grace and begin to make a petition. I God a request for Him. Hallelujah. Oh, that is a holy place. Hallelujah. Modern church that we go to knows how to play. They know how to perform. Are y'all hearing me? Hey, God, they know how to promote, but very few of them know how to pray. All they can say words, but there's a difference in just saying words and getting before Him. Hey, God. Oh, I was that priestly garment and saying, I'm coming, Lord, in the life of somebody else. Can I be personal here and you not throw no stones at me tonight? Years and years ago, at home, and uh, I'd been in uh, one room praying instead of a while, been another. And a little bit, she come in there and she's crying, halfway crying, halfway shouting. <laughs> and she said, oh, I've just seen in the scriptures here in this book of Hebrews how that I can pray in behalf of others, how I can be a priest for others, not just myself. <laughs> and she was so delighted, it was so made real to her heart. Anybody hearing me? Thank God. There is no greater joy, there is no greater fulfillment, nor satisfaction how when you can come before of the throne of God, yeah. get in the holy place and behalf of somebody else. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. needing aid and help. I God and petition of the Father for them. Well, bless His name. Yeah. No wonder He said pray one for another that you may be healed. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. 
I'll say this, if you ever get to that place that you pray for that individual, and God, as you should pray, you'll never feel hard at that individual. You can't have animosity or unforgiveness. Hey, God. Amen. I'm preaching now. God, oh, He stood before the Lord. Thank God for that opportunity that all of us have as the children of God to access the throne room of God's grace. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't have to live far in 50 years to access it. If you just got saved last night, if you just got saved this morning, thank God you have direct access to the throne room of God. You can stand before the Lord because you stood by and you're standing with Him. And now you can stand before Him. Amen. Bless His name. Now... Notice, first of all, what Abraham does when he's standing before the Lord. The Bible says he drew near unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, he didn't just stand there, thank God, and say, well, it's good to be before you. It's good that it's just you and me. Thank God the other two men have went on to Sodom. Thank God it went on their way. And it's just you and I. Thank God. Oh, but since he heard what the Lord said he was going to do out of Sodom, thank God, because the cry of their wickedness had come before him, and he said, I'll destroy him. If it says the cry that came up before me, and Abraham standing before it, I God didn't just stand there. I live by, but he walks up, or he draws near. He comes to that point, and then he said, I need to talk to you about something. I need to petition you about something. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't know who's here and who ain't here, who believes this and who believes that. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm going to tell you tonight, amen, I don't know how it works, but I understand, amen, that the providence of God and the sovereignty of God, amen, also works. Thank God, my friend, with the prayers of mankind. Amen. I know God said I'm going to destroy Sodom, but I also know He listened to Abraham. And he said, if he's ten righteous, I won't destroy him. Are y'all hearing me? Amen. I'm here to tell you tonight, thank God, the saints of God have an opportunity to touch God in prayer. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. 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 Are y'all listening to me? Yeah. And if it don't make any difference, I God, oh, why pray? Yeah. Yeah. But it does make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Oh, God, help us. I God, and so, I God, He 
he draws near unto the Lord. Hebrews 11, chapter 10 says these words, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which He hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Anybody here for tonight? I'm telling you, we can draw nigh. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Yes. What an opportunity to draw nigh. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Oh. The old black preacher S.M. Walker said it this way. Every child of God has a check made out on the bank of heaven, but we fail to cash it in at the window of prayer. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we have the privilege to stand before it, but oh, so many of us, just where all we do is stand. Thank God before Him when we ought to draw near to Him. Amen. <laughs> Yes. Whoa. Oh, Lord. Amen. What is it you need to draw near to Him about tonight? Bless the preacher. Bless Him, Lord. Preach Him, Lord. Who is it you need to draw near to Him about tonight? Amen. Bless Him, Lord. Have you heard of the destruction of Sodom? Have you realized that Lot's living down there with his family? And God said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to damn it. I want to destroy it with fire and brimstone. Amen. And Abraham said, since I've been put in this place, I'm going to stand before you. I'm going to draw near to you and tell to you about Amen. Is there somebody you need to talk to him about tonight? Amen. Is there something you need to talk to him about tonight? Is there some reason you ought to draw near to him? Amen. Are you listening? Amen. Now, he says to the Lord, Will thou destroy the righteous? With the wicked? Ask God the question. Amen. And then he says, That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked. Amen. And that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Amen. Are you listening? <laughs> oh my. May I say tonight, God will never destroy the righteous with the wicked. And the righteous will never be as the wicked. Are you hearing me tonight? Are you listening to me tonight? Amen. Oh, can I say to you tonight, wrath will never fall on this world. Until the righteous have been delivered. He's not appointed us unto wrath, but to obtain salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And He can't destroy the righteous with the wicked. Oh, are 
Are you hearing me? Oh God, help us, thank God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. And it wasn't until Edith was translated and knowing the earth that the wrath of God came. I'm telling you tonight, my dearly beloved, God cannot and will not destroy the righteous with the wicked. We may suffer with the wicked. Oh, it rains on the just and the unjust. But when it comes, I got to deliverance and salvation and judgment. I got righteous and wicked and stand in the same combination. Amen. And then he says, Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? I don't mean this in a boastful way. I mean this, oh, let me say it this way. He reminds me of some of my praying. Like I gotta remind God of how He needs to act and what He needs to do. <laughs> now hold it. You're gonna destroy Sodom, but you can't do that if you're the judge of all the earth and you're gonna do right, ain't you? Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh yeah. Haven't there been times in your life and experiences and circumstances and situations in your life that you said to God, wait just a minute. You're the judge of all the earth. Aren't you going to do right? Amen. Bless him, Lord. Well, if you're going to do right, that person's talked about me. I want you to take them to the woodshed and blister their heart and let them fall down before my feet and apologize. And God will tell me, and God, that I've been wrong all along and they've been wrong. You're the judge of all the earth. So you do right. Am I hitting a chord anywhere at all? Or am I out somewhere in left field? Are you hearing me? So it's almost that he has to remind God that he ought to do right. Amen. But I say to you tonight, you don't have to remind him. He hadn't forgot. Whether you think he does or not, whether you approve of it or not, whether you tell him to or not, I thought he's going to do right. Oh, as a matter of fact, he's God and can be nothing else tonight. He cannot sin and he cannot lie tonight. And as judge of the earth, you don't take bribes. Amen. Are you hearing me tonight? He's going to do what's right. Amen. As a matter of fact, there's some things 
that we see Him do and not do that we think He's missed it. <laughs> but come the end and come the judgment seat and come the, uh, the culmination of everything when the dust has finally settled on the battlefield, thank God we'll look at it and say, He did it exactly right. We're looking through a glass darkly. Oh, thank God. And we don't always judge righteous judgment, but that's all He can do is judge righteousness. That's all a judge of the whole earth can do is to do right. opportunity that no man till this time in history has had such a privilege as Abraham because of the covenant and the tree. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my. Yet though he has that boldness and that opportunity, notice Abraham in his humility Yes. He said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. And I am but dust and ashes. Yes. Amen. He said, I've stood by you under the tree, and we eat together, and I walk with you in this way. And you told me what you were going to do at Sodom. And the reason you told me is because you counted me as a friend. For the master does not let his servant know what he's going to do, but he shows his friends. Amen. And Abraham has become a friend of God, but he said, though I'm a friend and I'm able to stand before you, he said, I want to say, as I start talking, I took it on myself to speak to you, but I want you to know I'm just dust and ashes. Amen. 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 I come from dust. I'm headed to ashes. My beginning was death. My end's going to be ashes. And I don't really, thank God, have a right to talk to you except the fact you've given me that privilege. You've given me that opportunity. You've given me that right. You come to me. You spoke to me. Amen. But I'm just dust and ashes. That's the way to get to the holy place. That's the way to talk to Him in the holy place tonight. I need to hurry. Amen. He says it again in verse 31, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Are you hearing me? He realizes, Oh my, my, 
What a precarious position that he's in. The fact that though he has the right to do it, yet, my friend, he's unworthy of how little. Hey, God. Amen. 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 And what he is to be able to talk to the Lord. That's right. right. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Have you ever heard anybody really get in and begin to pray? I'm talking about not just make a good oratory sentence or paragraph or prayer, but somebody really get in and go to talking to the Lord. Every time I've been in somebody's presence when they've done that, I almost felt like I was eavesdropping. I wanted to leave. I wanted to back off and say I don't need it. Oh, and when they were talking to him, I've noticed how humble they are. I've noticed that somehow, and some of them have been surprised because their demeanor otherwise would not seem to be a person that would be a person of humility. But I've noticed when they go to talking to the Lord and get in that, that holy place, my such humility Amen. comes from me. Amen. Oh my. All of us are but destined ashes tonight. Amen. 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 Bless But what did Brother John say tonight? He says, Come. He invites us to that place. Yes. Oh Hallelujah. But always at that place, keep and bear in mind who you are. Amen. What you are. Amen. And who He is. Amen. Lord, Amen. Bless you, Lord. It almost sickens me when I hear the men of these days so-called as they command God to go here and demand God to go there. Amen. Tell God when to do it and how to do it. Amen. It's almost like He's at their bidding because I know He's far from that. And it's not in the holy place. You're not there. Amen. Until you feel like you're dust and ashes. He drew near, but He drew near saying, Lord, I took it upon me to speak who have dust and ashes. Look at this. He says in verse 30, and again in verse number 32, not only my dust and ashes, but he said, since I'm talking about this, and since I'm asking you not to destroy the righteous with the wicked, and if 50's found, but yet I'm going down to 10, he said, oh Lord, don't be angry. That's right. Amen. Amen. As I move from 50 to 45 to 40 to 30 to 20 to 10, every time I ask, oh Lord, don't be angry. Are you hearing me tonight? Amen. Oh my. We're to serve Him acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Amen. And in that place of that's holy tonight. If you ever get there, you sure don't want to anger him. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry with thee. 
Oh my! Oh, we want to always do those things that please Him! Amen! Amen? Amen! And so Abraham, and I should have been through 30 minutes ago. I'm trying, please. Once he makes that petition, the Bible said, and the Lord goes on His way and Abraham returns to His place. And the Lord quits communion with Abraham. Abraham returns to the place. It's late evening. The night shades surely have fallen. And through the night he wonders about the prayer that he prayed. What God's going to do about what he asked him to do. Are you with me tonight? I'm going to reach chapter 19. And... We get to verse 27. The Bible said Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. He wanted to go back where the prayer had taken place. Amen. Amen. Have you ever felt like that? And as he stood there, the Bible said he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah. And he's seeing if God has heard his petition. Amen. And has God been angry? And is the judge of all the earth doing right? And when he looks, the Bible says he sees the smoke of Sodom and Gomorrah as it ascends up. Oh my. And he realizes that God has destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And he comes to understand they're not ten righteous. In that city. And Abraham turns away and walks away from that holy place. That place he stood before the Lord. And he says, God has failed. God has refused. God has not answered my prayer. Are you listening to me tonight? And as he walks away, he can't see through the smoke. He can't see through the fire and the brimstone. He can't see that on the other side. The Bible said, And God remembered Abraham and brought Lot out of the overthrow. Didn't say God remembered Lot. Said God remembered Abraham. And He would not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Couldn't spare the city because it wouldn't tend. But He wouldn't destroy the righteous Abraham, he couldn't answer your prayer like you prayed it. But he did answer your prayer. You see, I wanted to do it like I wanted to do it when I wanted to do it. But I tell you what he does, he always does it right. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Some of you tonight, I've stood before the Lord. I've prayed in behalf of somebody. I've prayed in behalf of circumstance and situations. And you felt good about it. And you felt like God hurt you. And you felt like the judge of all the earth was going to do right. 
And you looked over. I don't see an answer to your prayer. All you saw was the smoke of Sodom. All you saw was the fire and brimstone on the Lord. And you walked away saying, God didn't hear my prayer. But oh, tonight, if you could see through the smoke, if you could see through the fire of the brimstone, God, hallelujah, I remember the prayer you prayed tonight. And he may not answer like you prayed it. And he may not answer like you called him hatred. But I say tonight, the judge of all the earth will do right. Hallelujah. Oh, goodness. Seems a callous action upon the part of Jesus. When the messenger says, Martha Mary says, Lazarus is right at this point of death. He's on the sick bed. But he who now loves is sick. But you can get him off the sick bed if you'll come. Amen. And he doesn't make a move towards Bethany. Oh, my. And he looks at the disciples and makes such a statement as, I'm glad for your sakes. I wouldn't mind. Well, how do you think that would make Mark and Mary feel if they heard him say to the disciples, I'm glad for your sakes. I wouldn't mind. When they want him to be there. Does that mean for their sakes he didn't want to be there? No. Hallelujah. Woo! But four days later, he walked to Bethany and both of them said, if you'd have been there, my brother had not died. Hallelujah. He said, you forgot something. Oh, you failed to remember. I thought you're not aware. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Are y'all hearing me? He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believeth thou this. I believe he'll live again. I God. He said, yeah, but the resurrection is here now. And over yonder at the tomb, he cried, Lazarus, come forth. And out of that grave, come Lazarus. much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I'm trying to quit and can't. Hear what the unjust judge saith. 
Amen. 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 Though he feared not God or regarded man, yet because that widow woman kept coming, oh, he said, I'll avenge you. Amen. Amen. Oh, my. Shall not God also avenge his elect? Amen. Oh, speedily. Though he bear along with him, I'm telling you, he will, but then he said, Hallelujah. And when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Bless him, Lord. Hallelujah. When he comes, will he find those kind of folks that's like that with a woman? <laughs> hey, that gets to the holy place and just lays hold on him and says, I'm going to keep doing it. of you is here tonight and you're worn out from asking and you're worn out from seeking and you're worn out from knocking and you're worn out from drawing near to him and standing before him and asking him not to be angry and telling him how sorry you are that you don't even deserve to ask but you expected him to do something but all you see him out is smoke but pray again ask again oh let him give your eyes how to see through the fog tonight and see that he is working he may not be like you asked him to do it but he is working he's Everybody stand, please. Oh, would you come tonight? Would you draw near to the holy place tonight? Would you seek the Lord while He may be found and call upon Him? While he's near, would you say, God, I heard what you said you're going to do to Sodom? But peradventure, would you let me speak to you? Would you let somebody from dust that's going to ashes, would you let me talk to you about it? What about you tonight? Oh, sinner, if you're here, need to be saved. <laughs> hell bent, hell bound. One heartbeat out of hell. One step between you and death. One breath away from eternity. Under the condemnation and judgment of God. 
But uh, why don't you cry for mercy? Why don't you call on Him tonight? Oh, my. Oh, would you come while others are praying? Sinner, if you need to be saved, and saved. If you need to pray, if you need to get to the holy place, if there's a lot in your life that you need to petition the Lord about, come on tonight. Sing, sister. Play whatever you want. Whatever you feel. I must tell Jesus.